0: It is a period of civil discourse. Fans of the Mission to Zix podcast have banded together to devote even more time to the Mission to Zix podcast by talking about it in a long format fan podcast. This is the Zix Fancast. Welcome to the Zix Fancast, where we will be talking about episodes of the wonderful science fiction podcast Mission to Zix. Today we are discussing episode 216, O oh, Zima's Back, featuring Justin Tyler. We're your hosts, Brandon.
1: And Rebecca.
2: And we have a special guest, Justin Tyler! Hey, featuring Justin Tyler, featuring Justin Tyler. Featuring
1: Justin Tyler.
2: Thank you for having me. Thanks. It's Thank great to be able to now? finally talk about myself. I mean, uh, that's in a podcast not, you know. format,
0: <laughs> we are here to enable all sorts of this. So you know, yeah. we're nothing if not complete enablers of you know <laughs> podcasting.
2: Yeah, uh, I. It's the entire world is our podcast enablers these days. Yep. Mm.
0: I heard. Oh my god! I heard recently that the one thing that's run out on Amazon is podcasting microphones. Yeah. Which I'm. Yeah. That's hilarious to me.
2: (laughs) Podcasting mics and uh, ring lights. Everyone's like, my chance to shine (laughs) is the quarantine.
0: It's like, you know, like I just, you know, I got laid off my job. Time to do my uh, full Twitch, you know, conversion. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
2: exactly. It's working. Yes,
0: it is. Look, I mean, we should, I guess, be happy people get into creative stuff. But, you know, Hmm. We can laugh, because... One of
1: the yeah. few good things to come out of this is all the bonus content. That's yeah. true. A lot of live
0: streams. <laughs> yeah. People are like, if I don't film myself making cookies and talk about it with you, I'm going to go crazy.
2: <laughs> That's It's more self-care than anything. It's just, uh, you're speaking into the void. Either speaking into the void or speaking into the podcasting microphone. Which is more helpful? We'll never know. Uh, kind of the
0: same thing for most
1: podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> True. All can't right. all be McElroy's here We
0: can't, no <laughs> uh, But the uh, Synopsis of this episode uh, mm-hmm. The crew return to the Tiger Nebula Strip Mall with varying intentions Plek runs into an old friend Dar does some grooming Intel is gathered and maybe processed uh, So uh, make sure to listen To the episode first and if you haven't What, why <laughs> what, I, what do you do What? Come on Come on, you've done nothing. No. you're doing it backwards. Come you're on, you're doing it wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of Mission to Zix, but this fan cast uh, <laughs> yeah. seems like it really. There's a lot going on. So yeah, so yeah. how how, I'm here. Did,
0: how did you stumble your way onto the podcast? From, <laughs> yeah. uh, not lo- not knowing about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, you never know.
0: Oh, but uh, for time frame, episode 408 is has been released as yes. we're
1: recording. Yes, yes,
2: yes,
0: yes. Cool. So Becca, I think you had some uh questions you wanted to leave. Yeah. Oh
1: you had some as well though, didn't you?
0: I do have a couple. Most mostly it's just like general questions of, like what's what's your like background with uh especially with the crew. I know you're at UCB. Uh
2: yeah. Um I have known and worked with Alden um the most out of every, out of everyone for over a decade, uh, at this point. We met um we met doing a uh Shakespeare tour. Nice um, back many many years ago nice. and uh, and we had both I had just been put on a, a house team at UCB and he had just started UCB classes I think mm. so we started talking about that and then we got back to um, New York City and uh, hung out at UCB together we started um, an improv group with a third guy um, and started writing sketch and uh, have gotten to we have a production company now we d- have directed a ton of commercials together so Alden's like very close friend. Um, and he uh he started the podcast. And I knew I I knew a lot of the people are U C B. I think I guess maybe everyone. Um, so I've known all of them in different ways. Uh I did a job called The Ride, which is a New York City sort of improv tour bus with Alden and Jeremy. Nice. I've oh. known Winston forever, um, from a ton of random shows. What's and, the-
0: can I hear about this tour bus? Because it's yeah. just like a tra- essentially like a traveling <laughs> improv troupe.
2: It's very wild, actually. It's still running around New York. Um, if you end up seeing a, uh, it's a bus where one side is all windows, and then there's um, row seating facing out the window, and you have two hosts on the bus, and uh, that drives around uh, a particular route in New York, in Manhattan. And um, it'll come up on uh, a performer on the street or someone will just be playing a saxophone and we can hear in the bus and the host and the thing is like, oh, look at this.
0: Oh. Or, and that,
2: and so it's like it has a sort of in oh, the like street tour, theatricality. Like,
0: you know, sort of like be like, and here we see this improv scene, you know. Uh,
2: yeah. Or like, I mean, it's a lot about New York history and it's no, not, not all the hosts on the bus have to improvise a lot because, you know, you're driving around, you see random stuff all the time. Uh, and when it first started, it was we were working the kinks out. And so some of these, it was meant to be like 45, 50 minutes long, and sometimes it would be like two hours. Dang. So that leaves Whoa. the traffic, on. Huh? B- traffic, exactly. <laughs> or rerouting or whatever. That leaves the performers on the bus an extra hour, sometimes an hour and a half, to generate content Whoa. to be like, let's do this. So what about this? I have uh, some random ideas. Oof, um, yeah, it was a fun, it was a while. It actually was a great gig to learn how to just be comfortable hosting a show where you have no material. I mean,
0: <laughs> that makes sense. You know, you got to practice because some, somebody's going to be like, hey, we need you to do an extra, like, half hour right now. So. Come on, vamp, yeah. vamp, come on.
2: <laughs> yeah, do it. Well, and it, it does, it teaches you to just find your way into something to, to be entertaining with nothing. Besides just other people.
1: That sounds hella intimidating.
2: Oh. Yeah, it's it was uh it could get tricky, it could get <laughs> dicey. A lot of the tourists were also like uh from other countries where English maybe wasn't the oh, first language. Oh dang. So you got like a twenty Italians on there who are you're just like trying to find a way to entertain them.
0: That's wild. That is also bizarre because like I can imagine that like if somebody got on that bus thinking, Oh, I'm just taking a tour. <laughs> and yeah, being like, like, what's all this? They're like I never heard that this building was, you know.
2: Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's fun. Um so I, yeah, I sort of knew everybody. I guess I knew everyone to some degree um uh when I came on the first episode in the first season. I'm um, so it's really comfortable to just dive in and start doing uh doing bits. Also, I'm a big comic book uh, sci-fi fantasy guy. So this is like right in the wheelhouse.
0: So what's uh, sorry to cut it back. Uh, mm. this is one thing I th- we usually try to ask: Are you more of like a Star Wars, Star Trek? Is is there a different fandom mm. you're more aligned with?
2: Uh, I in the Star Wars, Star Trek dichotomy, yes. I, I'm both really. Uh, <laughs> Star Trek: The Next Generation grew up watching that like nice. every day. It was yes. it was on syndication. Great show. I rewatched all of it a couple of years ago because it airs on the BBC. And man, it's just so so many great episodes. But I also, even younger than that, grew up on Star Wars, uh, watching that. I've seen all the movies, uh, all the. I'm just about to start getting into the Clone Wars Rebels uh, stuff. (sighs) I haven't watched that, but definitely steeped in that. And I think it's you can be a fan of both.
1: Oh uh, no, in your heart.
2: (laughs) Um, But but side. (laughs) Well, I mean, people do (laughs) do truly like to choose sides. And it's sort of like, what are you talking about? They're wildly different in almost every way. (laughs) Oh, no, they're
0: absolutely, you know.
1: (laughs) That leads into one of uh, of my questions. What what was your inspiration for Old Durf?
2: Oh, well, two things, really. Um, Because I'd been listening to the 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 podcast when it it first came out. Mm -hmm. And when you record, you know, you do it a little bit in advance. So I'd listen to however many episodes had been recorded up till that point. And one thing I was like, oh, man. Uh, Pleck just gets shit on constantly <laughs> by everyone. So one thing I was like, I was like, I was like, you want to do the podcast? I was like, yeah. So I was like, I wanted to do something to give Pleck a little power in his own right, or just something to have some juice. Um, and then on the other side, I was like, oh, they haven't really touched Star Wars, uh, that that world of science fiction at all yet. That's true. And and I love in improv and sketch and anything else that I do. I love playing. Um, characters that are very stupid but cocky (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh
2: always claiming they know what's happening it's just like that to me is just the most fertile ground to have someone be like willfully dumb about most things but very confident in whatever thing they claim to be um uh, knowledgeable on so it's like doing being an obi-wan where an obi-wan type character where you have no idea if what he's talking about is real and in fact it mostly doesn't make any sense
0: yeah that honestly that's one of my favorite things about the space is that like it has this air of like well some of it is definitely real now at least but it also has like 95 percent of it could be complete bullshit and that's perfectly fine you know
2: and let me just say it's only a half step out of reality of what the force, what George Lucas sold us
0: <laughs> of, mm. across Star
2: Wars, that we all, every fan of Star Wars is like, the force is cool, and I'm like, the space is just the same thing, but named yeah. slightly in a dumber way. It's it's also like uh,
0: called out a little more. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs>
2: well, it's just like, all this. It's a pseudo religion where it's just someone is like, I believe this, and it's like, okay, like C53 is the perfect skeptic mm. of the of the space to exist against. Oh yeah. Durf and of course Plek's uh, belief in it. Like Durf's undying uh like this is the way it is, which Plex mm-hmm. adopts instantly because he's at the center of it. He also mm-hmm. just
0: wants to be involved with something. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he wants something where
2: he's like, Oh, I'm important? Great.
0: <laughs> Would have had a similar thing if it was like let me tell you about this thing called improv class.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. Really really showing <laughs> oof exposed. I've been exposed. <laughs>
0: Sorry to bring the whack side. into this. <laughs> No,
2: exactly. Very whack of you.
0: But, um, no, I was going to say that, um, age, I think AJ at one point is like, so what is it? Is it a religion? Is it, a, is it a power? Is it magic? You know, and no one yeah. can answer it. And it's just like, Oh God.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. Stop and it's true. Why, why would you ever ask? It is, it's just the space.
1: It's, yeah. <laughs> it's
2: beyond classification. Yeah.
1: Did you, did you expect to, um, be a recurring character?
2: Uh, not at all. um I well, and I uh, I said um to Alden after we recorded that episode in season one, I was like, "Oh man, I' sorry if I f- fucked up your podcast with all this <laughs> nonsense." And and then as it went on, I was like, "Oh man, you're doing all because so many of the other episodes were like there was a little bit of plot, but mostly it was like standalone story stuff. Yeah, um, that was meant to be just for the fun of it." And then they they started to weave that in as more of a plot uh, and, like, ongoing stuff. And I was like, I'm sorry if I bent the whole podcast into this, (laughs) like, very stupid, fun, I mean, very fun, but sort of, like, dumb direction. And they're always very nice and, like, oh, it's great. And I'm very, like, I love how much the way that story played out and how much crazy nonsense came out of it. Um, And I was loved being invited back because truly the stuff that the game's the recurring games that old Durf gets to play are (laughs) so funny to me, like being like a, such a jerk to plaque, but also like, you're the hero, uh, the dying (laughs) at the end, like all that, all those things are so like making fun of his shorts, how pink he is.
0: Calling him out so bad. Like, (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, and I just love the relationship of, like, you're the hero. And it's like, wait, you haven't done anything yet? What are you doing? What 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 is this? <laughs> fix, this your, fix your life. Yeah. You're on a ship with these jerks? Go do this stuff. the stuff. space.
0: I think, honestly, like, yeah, the, a season four visit back from old durf is be like, <sighs> oh, what, you think you're done? Or something like that, you know.
2: Well, I guess you'll just have to wait and see no. if and when it happens.
0: Oh. <laughs> I, do, I do have a couple pitches for later, mm. but, uh. <laughs> How did
1: did Um, you feel seeing all the little things that you just sort of, you know, came up with on the spot become such integral parts of the plot?
2: I love it. It's so, (laughs) uh, I mean, it's flat. People like on Twitter and and fans, I mean, I don't get it directly as much because I just don't think they know who I am. But like (laughs) occasionally on Twitter, I'll just uh, stumble upon someone being like, that's amazing. Or like, no, they know so much about some stuff that we just said on the podcast that one episode or whatever. Mm. It's so flattering and so cool. I think the fan base of Zix is so strong. And I mean, you guys especially pay so much attention to everything. Too much attention one might say. Maybe too much. Uh, Well, no, but that's the best kind of uh, fandom. I'm a comic book fan first and foremost above all this other stuff. And that's all about continuity and knowing every little bit of nonsense about even these, the most ridiculous characters. Mm. So I like respect that love. Um, and it's just especially funny because you know we all come out of just uh, stage improv where <laughs> it's so expendable such a disposable art form where mm. you're just meant to entertain the crowd in the in the moment and never look back and be like remember that <laughs> scene you did and it's like no we don't go back and yeah, analyze it but in this the podcast of the show is like
0: I oh yeah no you can't you know we gotta we gotta edit that out because you yeah. actually are established to have three hands so yeah. you know you need to do a
1: cool something that happened two years ago do it
2: <laughs> yeah no and it it is hard especially as Zix goes on to be like wait what did I say about this thing and like each successive season since I I've come back a couple times has been like okay wait now, what how much do I know do I like this thing do I dislike this thing fortunately. Durf is such an unreliable narrator type character that (laughs) anything sort of works. Yeah. Um, But the other thing about improvisers is we're also always trained to be hardcore listening and hardcore like putting a little flag up if something doesn't square with the reality that the scene or the thing is created. And that's what this show is all about. Um, Especially like Jeremy who plays C-53, like his whole thing is being like, wait a second, perfect droid, perfect. It's great
0: just being like a a knowledge base of everything like that's the thing like i i know i remember um the magic tavern guys talked about the fact that they have to check their wiki constantly to be like oh god what did we do you know but uh we we have a mission to zix wiki although we need to flesh it out a little better
1: yeah i've been bad with that
2: I mean, what a talk about a full time job. Yeah.
0: But I mean, that's the thing. Like, also, like to dig into the Like in comics, somebody's gone over it and can go back and check and then redo right. it. But in improv, it's just literally like this is set. We hope we hit it again.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's see who remembers. Like, and okay. I'm sure that's that's happening a lot of people being like, actually, this is what you said. But it's all in the fun of just justifying
1: it. Oh really. yeah quite enjoy taking something that's meant to be so silly so seriously. I find that quite funny. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Oh, I was going to make one comment because you Mm. said when you were saying like you weren't expected to be a recurring character, your character did just eject himself into space. So I think that's about as final as you thought you could get.
2: Exactly. I I mean, that was very much the Obi-Wan move um, and he came back. So (laughs) I... Uh, but, I, of course, I, w- I definitely wanted to be a space ghost. Yes.
1: Um, nice. Right. Coast to coast. As soon as possible. <laughs> <to
2: coast>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, the, um, I mean, that whole thing of, like, oh, but is he really dead? Like, it calling out in this episode, too, is just, like, <laughs> now right. you're just, like, oh, if you actually died, that would actually be, like, well, uh, uh, d- n- n- well, you can't now, so. <laughs> You have to keep coming back every single season because now the fans demand it.
2: Well, and very lovely uh, to hear that. But that's the (laughs) other thing I love about it. Now that it is a little bit of a pattern for me to be able to say as a derf, like, well, okay, I'll come with you. And I promise you I'll never abandon you again. (laughs) Uh, And then have moments later be like, all right. uh, So these are my last words. (laughs) I'm on fire. See you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, so it, it starts off with uh, Mermit just just leaving without saying goodbye. Because apparently yeah. Alden was practicing a song. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Alden.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Same. Mike was practicing a song. <laughs> yep.
0: But, um, you know. And also, like, I I have to imagine that Alden was not expecting to have a song come into play this yeah. early. Just, I feel like this is one of those things that just, like, an improv like you know juck you at the start to be like, oh you're gonna have to sing a song. Mm. So be ready, buddy.
2: We,
1: you've got but tons. when I heard them
2: say when I heard them say that him say that at the top of the recording, I was like, oh I'm gonna bust his balls about that later. Oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Put that in your pocket. A- and thank you for exactly
2: that. yeah no definitely. What a what a song.
1: <laughs> but
0: um you know, Dar's like ready to roll.
1: Yeah, let's make our own mission <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope, let's not wait. Create our own missions.
1: We'll, we'll go to the mall. We'll go shopping at the mall.
0: Yes. <laughs> They're like, we need to distract ourselves. Mm-hmm. But
1: Barsh happily... Is on the same page. Yeah. Yes. It turns out that uh, they need to go back to the Tiger Nebula Strip Mall anyway. Yes.
0: Because <laughs> uh, Nermit calls is like, oh no, I'm giving you this mission. No, we're going there anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah, because would- it's taken the Rebellion this long to process the information that Nermit filed. Oh
0: my god! Yeah, it's like he doesn't mark it low priority or something like that. You know. <sighs> yeah,
1: there was a uh, a spell check error or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they need to. He's just mm. too
0: intimidated to actually go see anybody about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they they need to go and find a uh, zwagzat tam- tampui tam yes. tampui 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 tampui. Uh, the inventor of the uh the the planet crusher crusher. Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, but me- um. Yeah. Yes, but I mean, you know, by uh, the the subtext of this being like, we we're going there anyways, Beano,
1: love the drama. Mm. Oh, every Beano line, perfect. All, all the passive <laughs> aggression,
0: it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and also Mel being incomprehensible, and <laughs> Dermot also not understanding what she's saying.
1: Yeah, Stella Mel work.
0: <laughs> I love he's like, oh, I'll meet you, uh, I'll find out. <laughs> Please write it down for me. Oh, no, never mind.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Nermit-Dar drama underlying a lot of the sort of motivator for this episode I thought was really fun. And uh, for, you forget that I, having not listened to this episode in a while, I was like, oh, yeah, that whole thing was such a tempestuous relationship. It was very fun. Mm.
0: So I, I guess we should actually, let, let me cut it and ask, um, how did they set up this episode? Like, what, what did you know going in? I
2: mean not much Um, they just uh, because what's in the recording process you know they do the the intro bits and so you sort of get a sense of where all the characters are as a guest you're just like okay I see what's happening with everybody and it lets you dive in and sort of help push whatever storyline is happening in the plot along while at the same time doing whatever fun thing your guest character is doing in that episode
0: sure but you didn't know you were going to a mall (laughs) <laughs> uh
2: no, Well, we talked about uh, the what were the fun things to carry on uh, in cuz I think I was they hadn't done a lot of recurring guests then so it was like oh how do we sort of map this um the original story original story points onto like a new situation mm. and it was like durf is in a, a stupid place he's doing a bad <laughs> like a, a a shit like a bad job a job that is like wait you're the this great um warrior space uh, but it in space. Pay the bills you know <laughs> but exactly but doing like the most low stakes job possible so that's why we sort of uh landed on that and the blue julius was something that had been established uh <laughs> in a previous episode mm. um so it was easy to just slot him in there as a cashier yes. at a, uh, <laughs> a worse than a milkshake
1: juice shop
0: yes, yes. i was gonna say the tagline is, is magnificent
1: here remind <laughs> yeah. me an an orange juice Was that an orange milkshake or? Yeah, basically. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've never, we didn't have, I grew up in upstate New York um, and we never had those. Um, I, it felt like orange juice with ice is sort of what it is. Uh, but I. Yeah. Somewhere a, it's
0: hmm. like a, a smoothie with a cream base. That's not actually a, like, it's accurate to say worse than a milkshake, but. You know. That much I know. I knew <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> um. I think actually funny because we did we've been going through them all. I remember now that like Orange Julius like slipped in some weird alternate history on their website in the about section because literally no one's gonna go check.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So yeah, after the uh, ad for uh, Vista cards again, uh, yeah, they mm. go to find the uh, the furniture store, but uh, oh. it's been replaced by a Pierce Anything.
0: I, I would I would actually like mm? to point one thing out. Um, yes. First off, Finnifer J. Ryan is amazing. Oh, close. But uh, yeah. my secret Slezak hmm. gift that someone got me mm. was Finnifer J. Ryan the business cards with no little way. packets of, uh, I, I forget exactly what country's currency this is, but Kroon. It's a oh, real wow. cut, like currency of a country. Nice. I want to say
1: Sweden? Kroner? Kroner?
2: Uh, I don't know. Mm. but uh, I'm... Yeah, Kroner is Swedish. Mm. Uh, that's there. But,
0: but yeah, no, it line. makes sense. Like, But... What I'm, what I now have been essentially like bullied into doing is going to the next Zix live show, getting one of those like left shark costumes, <laughs> and just going around handing out those business cards. Nice. So you know, <laughs> expect that once live shows happen
1: again. Yeah. Someday in the future. <laughs> Someday. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's a it's a pierce anything. So of course D- Dar's gonna get oh, Talon's pierced because why wouldn't you? I mean. Which- <laughs> I mean, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Also, Bruce and Bruce. Bruce and Bruce. <laughs> it's their, it's yeah, their uh,
0: piercing, you know, anything. Mm, huh. mm. Uh, and also, like, Bruce is just, like, a robot who will just go and just initiate piercing on anything wandering by, which is mm. like, oh, boy.
1: Can't leave that unattended. yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm disappointed the others didn't get anything pierced.
0: I mean, I feel like... I feel like what somebody might have been trying to do is try to get Plex eye pierced.
1: Oh, God. Just to, like, set some
0: weird shit up with that kek eye,
1: but, you know. That's horrid. Gross. I mean,
0: yes, but (laughs) it's already terrible. Okay, fair. (laughs) Just, you know. (laughs) Like, no, but the point, here's the thing, though. The point is it wouldn't actually have pierced it because it's just chitin at that point, basically, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. Come on. No, no. I saw a news story where someone got their eyeball tattooed, and I'm 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 done with this. Okay, yeah, no, all right, we
0: can we can move on. I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> we got enough body horror in this show without bringing more into it. <laughs> oh God, yes, we do.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, some you know the uh, someone's gonna go get their whole midsection pierced. I also wanted to point out yeah. that was something. Somebody's just like a piercing. I call them a piercing pervert in my notes, but. <laughs> You know. Checks to... out. Fetishes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's lots of perverts we've, in the show.
1: We've pierced, like, I think most things at this point, so we've got to have something in the future that's unexpected. I mean, you know. It's a one step up from a belly button piercing.
0: Also, they don't sew anything. Because <laughs> okay. they're all
1: natural. Okay. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. So, into the Blue Julius, Where is there's a... <laughs> uh, hmm. Chap in a hood, which of course is the uniform, a hood that covers the yes. face. Yes, it's the uniform. <laughs> Nothing
2: more accommodating than a full face hood when you're ordering a, uh, a cold treat. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> to be fair, that would be a pretty rad restaurant. Mm. Just like a like yeah. a dark like you feel like you're like ordering some you know dark ritual summoning, but it's like cheese fries or something like that. <laughs> yeah, be like. Give me the artifact. <laughs> and then the artifact is actually a burger or something like that. I visit
2: oh, that I restaurant. feel a themed chain restaurant yeah. opening mm. up in your future.
0: Oh definitely uh, visit Dark that Whispers or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Dark Whisper Apostrophe S, yes, Bar and Grill. There you go.
1: <laughs> a Whisper is a mm. do you guys have Whisper chocolate bars? No, what's that? No. It's a lovely um chocolate bar that's like whisk to have like lots of bubbles in it's like arrows but better oh,
0: yeah no I mean oh, I've yeah. had something similar but yeah I think that brand must be just a UK
1: thing yeah uh, mm, one of my favorites. but yeah so mm-hmm. we have have a chocolate I... restaurant dark whiskers
0: <laughs> oh dark chocolate there you go oh, yeah
1: okay mm. alright <laughs> we got there <that.
0: laughs> yes sorry got hung up on this great so... <laughs> <laughs> but the tagline of blue Chew Elise is it's worse than a milkshake but it's drinkable yes uh, Official yeah. tagline.
1: Turns out it's it's old duff. Hey yeah. <laughs> The prophecy, it's come true again.
0: It's like, oh <laughs> wait, it's you <gasps> like totally not expecting it but playing it off.
2: That's the thing with prophecies is they come they keep coming true.
0: That's true. Like no one's like, hey, on, at two PM on this day. You know mm.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed how your prophecies were hyper specific and so ridiculous.
2: Uh, yeah well, I like uh, Alden uh pleck calls Durf out um for waiting for him on the Stroid for forty years mm. when he uh lives later in the episode, I think, and that's uh, the exchange of like well, prophecies aren't specific really <laughs> about it's just sort of like this will happen
1: i mean that's it's not fat. a
2: time stamped
0: yeah also yeah, to point out a couple things that that are in this episode uh the forty years yeah Plek is twenty two I think is established at the start of this.
2: Mm. Uh, yeah, I was surprised by that, too. Uh, I won't expose Alden's actual age, but... <laughs> it's a little older. Then.
0: But, uh, so he was waiting before him before he was born, which is also, you know... I mean, how else could he be, as revealed in this later in this episode, his father's father's dentist? So, you know.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's, That's another funny. very uh, established fact that has been paid off so many times since. So many.
1: <laughs> but Because we've talked about, you know, subverting sci-fi tropes, but... Yeah, because most prophecies in sci-fi and fantasy are very woolly, so you gotta appreciate the dedication of waiting forty years.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's not <laughs>
2: Old Durf is nothing if not utterly dedicated to saving the universe. Really? Um, you know, with Plek as his avatar.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and making some <laughs> cash, and making some
2: cash <laughs> on the side.
0: <laughs> but you know, yeah. so just asking, like, wait, you've got ejected into space. I try to play it off like, yeah, no, I, I'm with I'm one with the space. And Just, uh, mm. also had a spacesuit and a
1: jetpack and some oxygen. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, the beauty of D- Durf, though, is that both can be simultaneously true. Like, he did happen to have all that stuff, but also the space uh, helped provide those things exactly. for Exactly. Yes. And as yes. long as you accept the space and let it flow through you, you can escape imminent death via uh, preparation. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. you know,
0: he didn't need it. He just happened to have, you know, why not use it if you've got it, you know? <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Um, yeah, so I'm astonished that Plek is still hanging around with these D-bags, these, you know, this bad-attitude yeah, droid, these, the one from the humidifier. These dantamite <laughs> bags. These dantamite bags. <laughs> yep.
2: Totally normal term. Yep.
1: Mm. I do like the bussing heads that dev has with C-53, like you mentioned. Yeah, like- Yeah.
2: It's, it's great. The call-out, uh, I think I said this, but the call-out, it's like perfectly opposed someone who's like bullshitting all the time to C fifty three who is absolutely factual at all moments. Yeah. Definitely.
0: And she goes, this is not the droid you're looking
1: for.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Calling out, Hey, were you were you replacing me? Just you know.
1: It's like that's just a a blatant Star Wars reference, which I very much enjoyed. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> of course. I mean they do plenty, like the baby dar and stuff like that later oh, yeah. on and yeah. like, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of the references are somewhat obfuscated, like, you know, baby ho-ha. But no, this was just yes. bam!
2: <laughs> yeah, you just get as close as you can. Well, you notice Alden cut pleck cuts derf off very quickly as <laughs> after that line.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: mm. But also just, like, call, yeah, oh my god, like, calling out, like, hey, you know, you've done nothing. You can't talk to me.
1: Yeah, how has the yeah. training b- been going? You know, he must be a master by now. Oh, oh! The wood saber's broken.
2: <laughs> yeah, just Scotch tape together.
1: Not even the best tape.
2: Not even the best tape.
1: <laughs> With teeth marks as well. Yes. I'd forgotten that they gave it to Bino to chew on. Yeah, but like, you know, first, how seriously Pleck takes it, you'd think he would take better care of that wood saber. You
2: know, but uh, it is funny that I, that's another thing I like about the way they play it is. Plex seems to take it seriously when something is presented to him as, like, this is real. But otherwise, I think he's like, I don't know. His uh, lack of self-confidence makes him question whether or not this can possibly be true.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. he doesn't, doesn't ever
2: work. He, ne- he truly never works. It's a very real thing that Durf is always calling out. Like, you're not practice. you're not doing anything to further <laughs> this. thinking about this. That's yeah, you're not, not doing. Be active, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in the uh in the last episode uh c calls out play it's like pluck just goes and he's like oh yeah in uh the two episode <laughs> uh saying um oh you know like you you haven't prepared at all like for this test have you he's like what do you want me to prepare i, did, I don't know get in better shape or something
1: <laughs> at yeah. least dry rough rough you know yeah uh but, yeah but, yeah pluck's done nothing basically no, of course yes. not. no. no. <laughs> Uh, so yeah they're interrupted by a, a customer a a personal droid who comes in to order a large for a Nermit Bundeloy. Yes.
0: Mm. Also I do I do love how uh Durf introduces himself as "Yes, I'm the Zemanite who's serving you
1: today." Obviously, yeah. yes. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs>
2: you kind of expect a level of service. You got to you got to make sure it's called out and well known.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. I think mean, that's an interesting thing I've found with 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 Star Wars, talking about that. It's like you sort of expect, like, the Jedi, like the Zima, to be, you know, known by everyone all over the place, but nah, no 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 no
0: It's like, I've heard yeah. legends, Yeah, like... But, no, I mean, I think C points out at some point that, like, okay, yeah, the Zimas are real, they have underwhelming powers, and no one really cares, they just come back every once in a while, and they're like, alright.
1: Mm.
2: I mean, it, it is very... That feels sort of that Star Wars, in the way that they... told so, sort of told the story through the prequels and then the the final trilogy of sequels it is do, it doesn't make sense Ooh. so like <laughs> that's why I think this is actually a, a true uh, homage to how nonsensical it is that they're simultaneously uh, this like super powerful force in the universe while at the same time being utterly forgotten and disbelieved and ignored
0: yeah. oh yeah if- if you ever saw somebody like pull a lightsaber out of someone's hand to their hand or something like that, you would never shut up
2: about it. Like, oh, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you get the internet now, nothing ever escapes public attention. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: mm, Dar demands that they just go and find Swog because Dar's had enough. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> They're
0: just like, all right, Black. Like, you just talk to Durf for a while.
1: Yeah. yeah and, More than um,
2: happy to oblige. Yep.
1: And it turns out Durf's built a Zima temple out the back. The touch of having the bead curtain from Shane I thought was really lovely.
0: Yeah. (laughs) yeah. But it's described as putting up some columns.
1: Yep, just just some candles. Put a tree in. Yeah.
2: It's very earthy, very...
0: I mean, if you're just... It makes sense, you know, checks out.
2: Yeah, I mean Shane does such a good job of adding jokes to the show mm. uh, all the time. Like he, he's, uh, it's unbelievable the amount of work that they all put into this. Mm. A, um, on the editing side, but also just the the added value of so many of those elemental details. It's just so great.
1: It just yeah. No. <laughs> fleshes it out in an unreal way.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And, I mean, Shane, like, the amount of hours Shane puts in on this is Oof. is staggering. Yeah, I, we, oh, Shane needs to sleep at some point. But yeah. then, you know, yeah. in, in some way we have to sacrifice him to make the podcast.
1: We love. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so Duff establishes again that Nerma is, you know, an avatar of the whack. Like, what are you doing hanging out with him? What blah, blah, blah. How are you not, like, you know, a Zima Knight yet? What have you been doing? Yeah, like, you know,
0: like... Also, like he's creating drama in your life, right? That's what whack people do. Mm. Also, accurate. truth, <laughs> yep. truth. Also, just because you get along now doesn't mean you can't become mortal enemies, for one must kill the other. Mm. That's one of my favorite lines from this.
1: Yeah, just, just getting into this the, the the prophecy and like, no, that that's not right. That doesn't sound right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, also- I mean, I think there was there's some inherent like because uh, I making that up. Uh, it, you know they don't want to ruin the flow of the actual cast, and I think they didn't want the actual Nurmit to do that. So I think this was a fun, spontaneous solution to have there be the, uh, the na- same name for the uh, mm. what we later find out is the yes. emperor.
0: What? No. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler! You guys haven't listened. Oh yet? my no, god! I- <laughs>
0: oh, it makes so much sense. No, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but um. Yeah, no, that's the thing that, like, his... <laughs> the fact that they also sort of left the door open for it to actually be Nermit.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: I, I'm very happy with that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. And mm. honestly, could still be Nermit.
2: Who knows? Yeah, you never know. Mm. That guy's trouble. He is. <laughs> pretty whack sometimes. He's pretty whack, yeah. He's very whack. He's the boring side of whack. <laughs> yes, he <yeah. laughs> The
0: examples of what Plex should be able to do with the space. Oh, yeah cutting in line and lifting Ugh. stuff
2: i mean truly great t- tricks if nothing else yeah
0: you know it's like useful. the most underwhelming way to use the force yeah, yeah. or
1: something you know i mean d- did you consider like making it more dramatic or nah uh
2: i mean i I was truly making that up at the moment um as you may know but <laughs> i also the, th- the whole thing with durf is he's such a like Say like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I do these little tricks because he doesn't care about the big. He just wants to like uh, work these jobs. Simple. He's like a, a vagrant traveling around yeah. the galaxy, just like juking people and <laughs> mm. <laughs> earning minimum wage.
0: I mean, that's kind of the, the Zema's vibe. It seems like I mean, when you when we yeah. get to Zema Prime, which you know, Oof. yeah, that's it's so like oh man. <laughs> I get it. I get why the Zimas are doing this.
2: Yeah, it's all just like
0: yeah. you know. Well, you have a prophecy, and you have a prophecy, and you have a prophecy. You're
1: all the chosen ones. It's like, oh, yep. this makes sense.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: Like with the would... uh, this the reveal from the episode we just did about two, where it turns out he had the wrong plaque deck setter. Right. <laughs> like I was fully yep. expecting that to be the twist. It to be you know the wrong pleque deck setter again. <laughs>
0: It could still be. It, c- it
1: could still be. This is true.
0: Yeah. I mean, by by this point in the story, we now have clones of Plek, so you know.
1: Oof. Oh, My God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that opens another door. Yeah, the
1: the potential for the plints to actually be the prophesied ones.
0: <laughs> oh my God! I didn't even think about this. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the a, a great season four intro would be for Durf to be training a plint. Yes. Accidentally. Mm. You're like, this isn't even you. What are you doing? You know. You look
1: exactly the same. You're wearing the same shorts.
0: (laughs) Or being like, he's doing it better than you. (laughs) (laughs) Ha. That'd be easy Hmm. to hit. Be like, well, at least he has armor and can regenerate and stuff, you know.
1: Given Hmm. the mentorship between Plek and AJ, I would really love to see a scene with with old Durf and a plint. Yes. Some sort of rivalry going on.
0: (laughs) But... (laughs) Also, a couple of things that we we put out here. Plop You're like Plop <laughs> before Spinach. Yeah,
2: that was a good who pull. Was, uh, who was a Zima warrior? Just absolutely nonsense. <laughs> just uh, very. I mean, it's that's, canon that makes now, me laugh. So it's know. canon. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Plop Eye the Spaceman. Yep.
1: Plop the Spaceman. So, yeah, meanwhile, Which... uh, Dar and C53 have managed to do, uh, reverse. Uh, psychologied this delivery guy into telling them exactly <laughs> where Swag <what tambour> is,
0: <laughs> but they also don't seem to be listening.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: This uh, this scene felt very like Law and Order. Uh, like <laughs> oh yes, random I'm guy loading crates. Yeah. Uh, very much like the John Mulaney joke. Oh yeah, from uh, about Law <laughs> and Pit. Order. Yeah.
0: It's like the bartender who kid remembers every single person who yeah. ever went.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Came in here about 8.05, 8.06.
2: Yeah, so funny. <laughs>
0: but, yeah. um... The, yeah, I can't tell you anything besides these very specific clues.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, turns out Duff left a bunch of Zima scrolls. But, uh... <clears throat> Bajie ejected nice. them. <laughs> uh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, whoops. Oh, you want me to sum these up for you, huh?
2: Yeah.
1: It's just another really nice sort of like little plot point that uh, was slipped in from, you know, another sort of sci-fi trope.
0: Also, I love how uh, Plek tries to be like, oh, the space took them back. And just like, don't say that shit to me.
2: Yeah. Don't <laughs> use my own technique on me, you bastard.
1: <laughs> Try to be clever. Like, no.
2: I know what you're friggin' doing.
1: <laughs> asking, asking him to sum it up. Just give me the cliff notes. Come on. Also, yeah.
0: when when the the sum up includes oh you have to fight the emperor, it's like there is no emperor, and your response is I don't follow politics.
2: Nah, <laughs>
0: that was great. Yeah. <laughs> I maybe that's the excuse everyone's using in Star Wars to be like Jedi Sith. I don't, you know. I just know
2: the the prophecy. It's
0: like I watch TV, man. Like who's got the time? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, the fun of Durf, or at least do it, playing Durf, is just jumping back and forth over the line of, like, this is very important, and, like, I don't know, it's stupid. I don't pay attention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Figure it out. But it's yeah. extremely important.
2: <laughs> My job is to tell you about this emperor. I don't know any of the other
0: details. <laughs> but you need to do something about it. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you need to do something.
2: Yeah, you need to do something, and I can tell for a fact you're doing a bad job currently. So do better about whatever it is that this is about.
0: <laughs> yep. mm but,
1: uh, Yeah, he thinks yeah. that um, claims pleck has been seduced by the wax side because he's got this jucked up eye and he's not wearing socks. Oh yeah, he also didn't even change his shorts. He's yeah. still wearing his bad guy shorts. Bad guy shorts. Yeah.
2: yeah. Exactly. I mean, that doesn't make sense.
0: It's it's a fair call out though, if you... Know.
2: Exact. I mean, if I if you were to join the rebellion you're still wearing the the other side's clothes? Like that's suspect.
0: But I also buy that like maybe pleck just like it's like why get rid of the shorts,
2: you know? Unless they literally say Federated Alliance. He keeps saying the ship is too hot, which is not a great excuse.
1: Mm, mm, mm. I mean, it's better than walking around in his pants, I guess.
2: Yeah, but a hero, heroes don't always wear capes, but they rarely also wear shorts. You know.
1: There's got to be a Marvel superhero that wears shorts. <laughs>
2: they often mean... wear tights
0: under the shorts,
2: at least.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, you know. <laughs> Even the silver surfer's not wearing shorts.
1: Is the silver surfer wearing anything? Uh,
2: He's sort of, uh, I think technically he's wearing like a metal coating. Okay. But otherwise he's, I mean, if you're going to surf through space, doing it nude is awesome. Yeah,
0: you know, if you don't have to,
2: you know, (laughs) let it all hang out. If you're a cosmic being,
0: you know, why, you know, just wear no shirt, but why them pants, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yep, the pants almost make it weirder if he was just wearing yeah. pants.
0: Because then, what happens when he takes them off? Like, like yeah. if he suddenly yeah. shows Whoa. up without pants.
1: Donald Duck is walking around wearing no pants either. I mean, if we're gonna start throwing stones.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so <how> you know. <laughs> what if he wore pants and then didn't wear pants? It would be a crisis.
2: <laughs> yeah. Once you expose the idea that he has pants, mm. you' a lot of questions coming.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't, like, half of the Animal Crossing villagers not wear pants? Ooh, good point. Which, half is a bad number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway. <laughs> uh, Plex says, oh, I did kill a Zelnaz, but it was an allergy thing. Oh, so you got cocky and lucky.
1: Yeah, failing up again. Yeah. Failing up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which is pretty much this whole podcast, but,
2: yeah. you know. Nah. It's Plex whole thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so they're trying. Meanwhile, they're trying to get the uh, uh, more details out of this uh, this droid and find out that it's uh, actually in Quantaris, where like the um, the headquarters is.
0: Yep. Well, he's where someone's clearly working for the Council of Seven, you know. Yeah.
1: So, like, I love how we're getting all this, like, serious exposition sort of, like, off-screen. <laughs> From
0: this guy, hey, hey!
1: Oh, hey, oh! Hey!
0: <laughs> I'll say this, the pieces are set on the board, the time is almost right, and the endgame is about to be set in motion, that's all I know! <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Which should be delivered by, like, a narrator or something. Yeah,
1: the actual important stuff happening over there. <laughs> no. Yep. no, no,
0: no. <laughs> oh, and Dar asked for his manager, which also was, like...
1: I cut deep, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Outrage protocol. Activate. <laughs> uh, yeah. So back with Durf and Plek. Another <laughs> nice little Star Wars reference. Uh, jumping on his shoulders and making him run around the mall. Also mm.
0: establishing, Durf is six feet tall. Yeah. Very. A, he's a tall Yoda. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah.
1: But you know, it's the mental image of him being sat on Plek's shoulders. though.
0: Also, I don't think Plek is even six feet tall.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I don't think we we... know how tall he is. I mean, I guess...
0: God, if Plek is... (laughs) Because then we did the math... I did the math at some point, remember? How the shrink ray... Yeah. Oh, gosh. Plek cannot be bigger than five feet for that math to work in any way. Yeah,
1: there are some things we can, like... Go deep lore on in this, and there are some things that just do not work if you try to yeah, extrapolate. We should, we should stop
2: doing math, <laughs> I swear. To God. Yeah, I mean, math especially is so a bit tricky <laughs> to uh, justify on the fly. Mm.
0: But yes, uh, also tells Plex to, like to take off his shirt. It's like, nope, put it back on. Too pink. <laughs> Too pink. Yep.
1: Mm. But now, again, the the song that was mentioned at the beginning comes up wants to hear it uh,
2: yeah. yes yes we get to hear the song I this scene was so funny to do because everyone was like contributing and everyone was like st- the like, audience I was tr-
0: bit yeah <sighs> yeah
2: Durf is trying to do one thing and everyone else is trying to like <laughs> sort of throw stones at Durf. and I, I love that especially in like in this episode where Durf is like yelling at Plaque and it's sort of like has so much sort of control or power in, in the situation and then to have him in front of the crowd get all this comeuppance where it's like Yes, I I know it's going to happen in a minute. Like all that was so funny to me.
1: Kill Bluff,
2: oh, whack, yeah.
1: <laughs> you killed Bluff? Are you threatening us? <laughs>
2: yeah, I love that. Okay. And especially someone like Durf, it's so fun when he gets challenged and he does a bad job <laughs> of trying to convince everyone. Those are those moments are so fun.
0: Because I mean, yeah, no, it's just a subversion of like the mentor sort of thing, mm. you know. Because nobody's being like, Obi-Wan, you suck.
2: <laughs> when really the audience is doing what Plex should be doing, and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> None of what you're doing <laughs> makes sense. Which just kind of points out how how little
1: self-awareness Plex has. Yeah. But the fact that Shane managed to actually create a proper song out of, of what Plex created, it was just... Yes. Woof. We, yep. we need old Durf on the next Bermon melodies. Oh
2: yeah, huh. well, the, and the beauty of Plek is you believe that that song is something he thought was going to be good, and it's Phillip's very heart. much not. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he actually cared, but yes, yeah. as he mentioned, he's he cares too much, and he's not intelligent enough to succeed. So, yep, that was the last episode. <laughs> he admits that. You know. Yep, yep. But it's but, such you know. a bad song And of course, old Durf kills himself. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah. it. It look the song <laughs> when they pulled that around, Burma Melodies," that the space flying through space song. Mm-hmm. Wait, you guys know about this, right? The hidden track. What's that? On Burmaful Melodies." Yeah. Right, right. Yes. Sorry.
1: See, I was talking to him like I assumed he knew what he was talking about. I gave him respect, Brandon. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I haven't learned anything. <laughs>
2: Old Durf always knows. Alright. It's like Bino.
1: <laughs> Old Durf know.
2: <laughs> Durf know. Uh
1: yeah. So it, the the song was so horrific that Durf sets himself on fire. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: it's, it's totally. like did this to me.
2: Yeah. Normal <laughs> reaction. I imagine a lot of audience listeners were doing that as well. <laughs> I know Setting I've been themselves in... on fire. Mm. Yeah. Yep.
1: I know I've been in embarrassing situations where I wish I could set myself on fire to get out of that situation. <laughs> you know,
2: that's what Durf does. Yep. He's like, I repped you in front of this crowd and you really <laughs> let me
1: down. Juck this right up. Yep. So you know.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So And his last words are please punch me out yep. of Blue Julius.
1: <laughs> like, he cares oh, more shit. about Blue Julius' payroll than black. <laughs> I well, wish I could t- stay and teach you, but no.
0: Well he super embarrassed him at this point. I get it. Yeah, fair Yeah you get it. Yeah,
1: fair, yeah, fair, 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 fair. Checks out. Yeah. So then we uh go back and uh it's Nermit and they've got all this like very specific information, which is great, but um no no, he's not gonna put this as a high priority, no. No. They're just like go now, tell him right now No no, I'm just gonna I'll put it second on my list. What's <laughs> number one?
2: Got to keep it open, you
1: know.
2: <laughs> the guy loves protocol.
1: That's yeah. fair. Someone has to.
2: Yeah, but uh,
0: also Bargey bought a hat in the mall, in the ship mall next to the regular mall, mm. which makes sense. You know that that checks out for me too. You know,
1: there cannot you, be like a ship-sized mall. They're super. Can excuse?
0: Why me. not? Yeah, Just fly through, through. planet
1: rush also oh, many there's
0: pocket dimensions
1: come on yeah but they're rare
2: <laughs> mm.
1: you <laughs> don't le- know that which leads into my next question it's like B- Bino booked Bargey and under five in a space cop procedural yeah speaking of the law and order thing <laughs> did they make yeah they make tv sets for ships this must be huge hold okay
0: we've already established ships are actors and actresses yeah but like, it never
1: occurred to me like I recently found out how they filmed the Mandalorian and I was like oh my god where it was you know all um uh, LED screens like the yeah. sets were actually really tiny
0: that oh wow so but I mean realistically like wouldn't they, like at this point they could just CG literally anything also why not just make it like a ship to, like ships aren't pretending to be people I feel like <laughs> that would be ab- just absolutely ridiculous
1: it's a cop procedural where she's playing someone that, you know, is handling boxes. It's a ship
0: murder. She's a cargo ship. I don't know.
1: But what are these films with ships in if they're not actually you know, you know, films?
0: I'm saying they're films and she's just playing a ship in the film.
1: It's <laughs> yes, Technically any actor set?
2: any hmm. actor should be able to play any role. Exactly. So I think yes. a ship can play a person yeah, in Brandon. a Why drama. Ugh. Well, don't <laughs> wow. limit. You just want a ship to be a ship, I guess.
0: Ugh. I'm not the one on trial here.
1: Brandon's problematic, guys. Yeah,
0: okay. very problematic.
2: Very I've problematic. learned
0: nothing again. <laughs> but, okay. So, also, mm? Bargey puts on, like, a Cockney accent. I don't know that what was it is, not was. Cockney. That kind of, a bad Cockney accent. It then.
1: kind of sounded like a New York accent in a British accent. I'd, oof! I would really like to know what she was thinking. <laughs> what
0: else is a Cockney accent? Come on.
1: I will send you a video of actual Cockney accent.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds like you know what you're talking
1: about. Oh, funnily Thank enough, you. yeah.
0: <laughs> Everything I've said checks out. You just
1: have to look the <sighs>
2: I was talking about Becca since her accent is yes. right next door to Cockney.
1: Okay. I live an hour north of London.
2: <laughs> mm, there you go. I don't know about that. Wow, very suspicious. Yeah.
1: Where do you think, you think I she's live?
2: She's been. Pu- she's been putting it, uh, this accent's fake for the, <laughs> length of this whole time you've been podcasting. It's she's put, putting you on mm-hmm,
0: pretty mm-hmm. pretty whack, huh? Dedication yeah, to it bit, yeah. Yep. yeah.
2: She actually <laughs> lives in Tallahassee. The... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a UK town called Tallahassee <laughs> that checks out, too. No.
2: Yes, the original Tallahassee.
1: I mean, you guys nicked yes. so many of our names.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yes. I mean, literally, New York. Yeah, come exactly. On. Yeah. Yeah, like, come on. We threw a new on in front to keep it cool.
0: Mm-hmm. You'd also be surprised how many names of towns in, like, Kansas are, like, random places that sound like they should be in, like, in, like. The UK or something like that. They probably are, yeah. like districts of London
2: or something. Yeah, yeah, Paris, Texas. Yeah, yeah.
1: where is it? That there's, kind of stuff. There's a uh, a town in America where it's spelt Cairo, but it's it's pronounced Cairo. Is that in the Midwest? What? Yes, yeah, that, dis- that
2: is correct.
0: <laughs> that surprised me only for a second. <laughs> <laughs> then again, uh,
2: there is. Yeah, there's a oh. ton of that. I mean, Houston, Houston, all that stuff is all. <laughs> Over the place. I think
0: there's a, a town in Arizona called Y. Mm. Like W H Y.
1: Well, just like Why. We have Too real. a town in England that actually has an exclamation point as part of it, so. It's called Westwood Ho.
0: <laughs> Are you legally required to shout it whenever you say the name?
1: I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have what? any place names with exclamation points?
2: Uh, not that I know yeah, of.
1: exactly. Ah.
2: Okay okay. Yeah wow
0: well, now now who's being elitist or something. Weird victory. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, well anyway uh, But also they're yeah. just gonna lose Bargie's scene at the end of oh, it which yeah. is also like oh
1: Of course they are. Well
0: I guess she got paid so
1: one would hope. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's what it's all about.
0: Yeah. Although maybe she didn't, who knows? Anyway.
1: Mm. But we find out that um yeah, Nermot didn't actually order the blue Julius. So that invites a bit of uh, mystery for them to solve down the line. Yes, and mm. Plack goes back to
0: his room, and Beano has recovered the scrolls.
1: Yes, as we've just found out, he is some sort of demigod, so he can just find scrolls.
0: Yeah, so you know, just re-summon them or something.
1: Yep,
2: it's nice. That guy gets it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Again, mm. Beano checks out as as we've established. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Nothing sus. Oh, but yeah, Durf, Durf is like, read the scrolls.
1: Space ghost. Space ghost.
2: <laughs> yeah, The first introduction of his powers. Space ghost.
1: <laughs> is he actually a space ghost or was he just in the next room?
2: Hard to say. <laughs> well, I, th- I think he is using some sort of space-based communication. Okay. Um,
0: I mean, a space walkie-talkie hour <laughs> would also be kind of hilarious.
2: Well, and on and brand. Th- yeah. What I like about it is it's also imprecise um, as we learn in the se- season three not to keep talking ahead <laughs> but he uh accidentally rings up plaque when he's trying to talk to aj oh
0: yes um. <laughs> <laughs> which also I, I i love that one of the points of that is that aj is getting better at the space that
2: <laughs> yes oh boy mm. trouble yep
1: but also appropriate yeah yeah. I like how the, the button for this episode was that Plect did, in fact, forget to punch him out.
0: Yep. It's yep. <laughs> fucked up. That's the last thing you think about when someone lights himself on fire in front of you, although it was their last words. Exactly. So you know. uh,
2: exactly. You should honor a, a person's last words. Exactly. If nothing else. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Plect it up again. But, uh, mm.
0: yeah. So that's the episode. Uh, the after credits bit was the, the strange Al mm. <laughs> bringing up... <laughs> Version of a song.
1: <laughs> I love that <laughs> there's a weird Al version in this universe, because of yep. course there is. Of
0: course. I- I'm I'm sad though that that didn't become any official canon, yeah. because that meeting that... Strange Al would be quite amazing.
1: Oof! Now that would have to be on Burma for Melodies too.
0: <laughs> it would. Strange Al needs an album. Mm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And a then par- everything can just be parody, yeah. So it's like a parody
1: yeah. of a parody artist.
0: Can we go deeper? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
0: mean, we're a podcast about a podcast, so that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> what else?
1: <laughs> what, the, what the hell else are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing with our lives, Brandon? <laughs> oh Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh. Huh.
0: existential crisis time. Sorry. <laughs> Now's the time. Yep.
1: Cool. Okay. Uh, shall I do the law?
0: Uh yes.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Uh there is a type of explosive called dantamite. Uh casual mining is a thing. Filthy casuals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> I'll leave the room now. <laughs> sorry, I was you caught me I'll, off gas. I'll
0: light myself on fire now. <laughs> That's appropriate. Yep.
1: Uh, <clears throat> personal droids exist that have a, a quiver to tremble setting uh, there was a Zima warrior called Ploppy the Spaceman mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the most important space is the space between your teeth
0: <laughs> yeah we I guess we didn't talk about that but yeah apparently the dentistry is a big part of
2: Zima <laughs> it's
1: true <laughs> it's important yeah. uh, Zwog is qu- currently in the Quantaris sector working for the Council of Seven uh, Old Durf is about six feet tall. Uh, Pleck isn't wearing socks. Uh, there is a singer called Lamore, who is a rap rock artist. Uh, then there is a ship mall next to the Tiger Nebula Mall, which has a bourbon chick- chicken spa in the food court. I think that's what you said.
0: Wait, was it a spa? A bourbon chicken spa? That's what it sounded like. Dear God.
1: <laughs>
0: How do I get that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That oh wow it's like they made it just for me.
1: Is it bourbon and chicken or bourbon chicken? No, it both would be are good. bourbon chicken. Okay, both are good. I wouldn't say no Maybe. to it either. So uh, my ion cannon. I've probably missed something. Yeah, so you yeah. know, yeah, it's a bit. We
0: look if you listed literally everything that got established every single time, we would be here for three hours.
1: <laughs> I try. <laughs> yes, but
0: <laughs> next time try no. Oh, Ugh. Ugh! All right, <laughs> mm. so. Alright, my eye on for this. I have I have a few options. Um mm-hmm. so one so I'll I'll just I'll tease each of these real quick and mm-hmm. tell me which one you want to hear. Mm-hmm. So one is uh basically like old Durf is actually pretty whack. Fair. Mm. Uh another one is that uh going into the latest episode that Durf is maybe a member of, you know, a certain uh organization of demirods. Ooh. Uh, and the third one is basically like a a way to get back into this season and also like there's maybe a a a zima battle involved in this Mm. one so
1: Mm. i don't know which one appeals to you i don't what would the zima battle be
0: all right so let's let's do that one um (laughs) So Durf is coming back this season to tell Plek that basically like in and, and sort of because Plek never listens to him anyways, basically to try reverse psychology on him and be like, hey, you failed your destiny. Go home. Mm. <laughs> and also like, but it's like, no, this is part of He's actually part of your destiny, Plek, because he actually like finally listens. and He's like, no, that's not what I meant. But, you know, uh, there's also like a part of this also involves that, like, he's about to fight. Kaj Malice, mm. who is obviously the the whack, you know, guy. But I think a uh, battle between Old Durf and Kaj Malice, where Kaj kills Old Durf and then is like, I've done this 15 times. He's coming right back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't That's worry about funny. him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, but there's never been... Old Durf has never been involved in any sort of real battle. That would uh, be interesting uh, to say. <laughs> on this yeah.
0: It would be funny if his technique is lighting himself on fire. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. You know. A flaming
1: wood saver. <laughs> come on. The
2: only thing he really does is backflips.
1: I can't do a backflip, man. I'm impressed.
2: No, it's, it's exactly. It's impressive. I mean,
0: when you think about it, doing a backflip while carrying a flaming stick is pretty radical.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. Mm. He'd be a great Cirque du Soleil member. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was also trying to anagram old Durf, and it didn't really come up with much. <laughs> Because I'm like, mm. oh, we love to do that kind of shit. But, you know. <laughs> uh, fled Rod was the only one that I was like, <laughs> maybe. Oh.
2: Fled Rod. Like an
0: avatar of Rod that's just mm. like, okay, look, I'm trying to make your you fine. The space is actually bullshit, mm. but, you know.
2: Yeah. F- fled Rod just, like, sort of disgraced the yes. face of Rod, like uh, Satan himself.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know. Satan. <laughs> or Death Lord, which is... A strange way of being like the lord of a deaf jam or something like that you know but you know
2: mm. yeah cool. cool lord yeah mm.
0: anyways Not it's sure. again anagrams weren't really doing great for me so
2: <laughs> those two are pretty good <laughs>
0: yeah. but let's uh let's go to our fresh and whack mm. episode How yes. About, yes. just to sort of close us out Yeah. <sighs> uh, my fresh was the
1: pleck you did this to me <laughs>
0: I just burst out <laughs> laughing <laughs>
1: that <laughs> that was a good one
0: that that hit me it was very good uh what about you becca
1: uh well the uh the i am your father's dentist that's a that's a spaceball's mm. reference right yep
0: yep right I mean, but it's a reference <laughs> there's there's a couple layers to that reference yeah
2: yeah, I feel like there's something before that mm. uh <laughs> that reference was referencing uh,
1: oh I don't uh, know that also... reference, so <laughs>
0: I, I also, uh, based on that, I have a dark confession to make.
1: Oh, no. Oh, is this Ooh. this time?
0: <laughs> it is this time. Uh, I have somehow never seen the Luke, I am your father scene from Star Wars. What? I have seen, like, wow. it referenced a billion times. I've never actually seen that scene. Because when it was in the theater, I went to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That's insane. And you've never watched yeah. it again since. Yeah.
0: I, well, I've never watched. Somehow that's avoided me every single time. Oh my god.
2: Who, it's weird. It's super weird. Who are you?
0: <laughs> I'm an avatar. Do yourself of the a whack. favor. Do yourself a favor and give it a look. I should. There's no reason why I shouldn't have.
2: It's a big part of the story.
0: It, yeah. <laughs> it is a bit of a plot point, I feel like.
1: Just a minor one, though. <laughs> you know. What was your uh, fresh bit for the episode just.
2: Uh, the freshest part of the episode. I mean, uh, the fact that you were in it. Mm. Yeah, the fact that I was in mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. The the thing in re listening to it, the thing that made me laugh the most was um, the scene in front of the audience. Yes. Um, with uh, the. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a line I said. I mean, this is very <laughs> self uh, self laughing itself. But Go like. For it. Uh, uh, What's his name? Burf? Bur- Bliff. Biff? bliff bliff yeah, yeah. the um bliff head calling them bliff heads and uh, blowing their bliff heads off their bliff necks that <laughs> that whole sequence of things got me made me laugh so that was, it was very, very good, nice nice
0: <laughs> but the whack mm. of this episode yeah i thought the midsection piercing was pretty <laughs> whack just oof yeah, that got me a little bit
1: i mean again you're being so judgmental yeah. look <laughs>
0: it's very stylish yeah. I just the the involuntary piercing robot was generally not <laughs> on my favorites list here.
2: I, I'm sure uh getting a lip ring was uh very whack to a lot of people for a long time too. Fair.
0: Was it? No. What? All right, sure. Who f me I guess. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> I again I'm up. very problematic. <laughs> yes.
1: I mean, my whack bit was deaf setting himself on fire. I mean, <laughs> nope. I thought
0: that was my favorite
1: part. <laughs> Fair enough.
2: Nah.
0: <laughs> wow, I really am just an avatar in the
1: whack here, aren't
2: I? <laughs> yeah. Proof positive.
1: Well, I mean, it was. I'm not gonna say it wasn't funny. It was goddamn hilarious. <laughs>
2: it was a bummer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes,
0: yeah. but we knew it wasn't good. Gonna... <laughs> we already like the fact that he's like, "I will never leave you." <laughs> and also i'm going to set yeah. myself on fire if this goes badly.
1: Yeah. Uh what was it was your whack bit? My
2: whack bit. Um the fact that um uh Nermit um the mysterious Nermit mm. uh, that we don't know about in this episode is making his poor poor assistant go all the way to this oh. uh shop for his drink for his beverages. That's his, yeah. That's chucked up. Yeah. Get Especially, a get a machine in your home. You're I in mean, charge. You're in charge of everything. This is fair. Yeah.
0: Also, That's theoretically, wack. the movers are coming right to him, anyways. <laughs> sure. Right? Yeah. Good point. So you know,
2: Oof. he's a he's an emperor. He should be able to just get get that stuff without spending all the carbon the carbon footprint to send this guy all the way over there.
0: Well, well, maybe to it's, be fair, it's just the, the Dev him. To be yeah. fair, it's a droid. We don't know that it has a carbon
2: footprint. Surely the ship that he flew there in
0: would have. Okay, fair Hey, maybe No, the droid
1: walked Maybe Durf just makes yeah. them in such a particular way That it has to be from that blue Julius
2: That's true, I guess there are, probably aren't a lot of Zimas Running the cash register um, And Zimas at just the different.
0: Add that extra
1: touch
2: <laughs> Exactly, extra quality control
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was there um anything that Shane cut out Of this episode that you wished had stayed in?
2: Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure there's something, um, something that would be funny, and a ton of stuff that is like not useful. But hmm. uh, I mean, that, that's the thing is re-listening to it. It is funny to remember, like, oh wow, just the sheer volume of things that it's we been years, said and yeah. talked about. Yeah, it's hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: cool. I think that kind of takes yeah. us to the end of the episode. Yes. Uh, uh, well, I, was, yes I was going to ask him what he wanted to plug. I want to hear those plugs?
2: I work for a show called Deezus and Marrow on Showtime, mm. so watch that. Okay. Uh, that's an easy plug because they're uh, very cool and good. Um, but I also do a podcast called Comic Book Club, mm. um, which is um, about it's a live comic talk comic book talk show. Um, we've been doing it for like 14 years, nice. um, and uh, oh, wow. we have guests from the comic book world, the comedy world. Um, we do a ton of spinoff TV and uh, comic book geek TV podcasts as well. We do a Riverdale podcast called Riverdale After Dark. Um, wow! Uh, we did a Watchmen podcast. Nice. Uh, so definitely uh, check out all those. It's it's a fun time. We. Uh, we give away a gift card at every episode. We, we usually do it as a live show in New York. Obviously, uh-huh. that's not happening right uh-huh. now. Um, yes. But we do it over over the internet, and it's uh, super fun.
0: Okay. Cool. Oh, Also, cool. Uh, I was, because I, I try these days to just Google guess, randomly on your IMDb page, You it said that you wrote a special for Ghost Adventures? Uh,
2: yes, I did. That's um, radical. That, <laughs> it was a wild job. Um, I... Uh, I've So I'm mostly a, a TV writer and uh, director. I'm working as a – I direct stuff for Diaz de Mero. Um, They're sketches and field pieces and stuff. Uh, but uh, I've done a lot of TV writing, um, and I s- did a bunch of jobs in a row where I was, um, like, live writing, basically, oh. like for a, a, an event where I write the host copy. Oh, that's cool. Um, based on stuff that's happening, like, in the moment. Uh, so thinking very quickly and turning it into language that a host can say. And so, Ghost Adventures. The the team I worked with um, did a show for um, a lifetime, a, a sort of dating, a live dating show that oh, okay. had comedy elements to it. So I did that, and that same team got this job working for this live Ghost Adventures event. So I um, uh, went out to Vegas and uh, yeah, watched along as um, the team went into this uh, opened uh, the, this or museum touched thing, right? Yeah, they went into uh Zach Baggins, the host of one of the hosts of that show. Yeah. He has all these it's a museum and all these hu- cur- cursed objects and he attempted to open the Dybbuk box, one of his most cursed objects. And I wrote all the uh, host copy um as everybody watched and reacted That's to that.
0: That's really cool. Nice. Yeah, no Wild uh, Wild job. My wife and
2: I love Ghost Adventures. It's what it's just
0: love love the, the you know, Ghost Bros, you know as it is so I was just yeah. like randomly saw that I'm like I gotta ask about that cause that's <laughs> yeah, no,
2: I'm, I've had a lot of uh, random uh, weird jobs in my time in this
1: business well if we're doing deep cuts I need to know if you're going to do another milkman short with Alden
2: ah um that's that is one of the first uh videos we ever we did a bunch of videos sort of on our own but that was the first one we had any sort of money for we oh, did nice. for Comedy Central um we don't make as many uh, videos that are just on our own anymore because we're all busy doing uh, a million other mm. things. Oh, but yeah. um, someday, I bet we'll get back and do uh, stuff like that. That's a fun. That was a fun one.
1: Yeah, that was my favorite of the ones I watched. So yeah, do more of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right. Yes. So I, so I guess we have our plugs. To yes, go through. yes. 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 Yes.
0: Uh you want to take us through Becca? Sure.
1: Yes, you can find us on Twitter at Zixfancast, uh Facebook.com forward slash Zixfancast. Email us, zixfancast at gmail.com. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash JTFA. Uh do we have a bit.ly?
0: Uh yes. It's uh, bit.ly slash you did this to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> oh what well, what was the uh the link to the Zix chord?
0: It is bit.ly slash zixcord Thank you, okay to our Discord <laughs> Nice, server. good nice.
1: Nice. Uh, And you have a game
0: I do have a game, it is uh, Phase Shift, it's a Sci-Fi fantasy tabletop RPG uh, About space mercenaries And it's very funny and wacky You could be like a psychic That, you know, astral projects And punches people, it's very fun uh, You can find it at robots.church Or phaseshiftgame.com Nice, nice,
1: nice, uh, nice. Thank you for coming on again yeah, thanks. Uh, so pleasure.
2: Much. Uh, it was great. Um, love the show. Uh, love Zix. Keep uh, watching uh, season four mm. or listening to season four. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, Look, if they made uh, a
0: show, we'd love to watch it.
2: <laughs> yeah, please watch it. I mean, wouldn't that be great Yeah. someday? Um, and one last sort of plug you can follow me on Twitter at JT Sizzle. Nice. Excellent.
1: Cool. I mean, if you want to come back just to do a normal recap episode, you'd be very welcome. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs>
2: Welcome yeah, to... well, let me know when you get to the next derf.
1: Mm, yes. All right. Keep
2: hitting derfs. <laughs> cool.
0: All right. Uh, all right. So I think that uh, with that, I think we could
1: say... uh. toot,